back to that first step podcast. Last week, you guys gave me so much feedback on the episode with Neve. She has an incredible story, and I'm glad you all really enjoyed it. This week, we have another Neve. So, I mean, if that doesn't say that that is a successful name, <laughs> I don't know what is. Today's episode is a long one, but I promise you, it offers so much value. From learning how Neve started her career, traveling to San Francisco, working many internships, even creating a dating app, all the way to creating her own interior design company and launching her products in the middle of a global pandemic. I won't spoil any more, so please listen. And without further ado, let's get into the show. Hello, Neve, and welcome to that First Step podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. This is so nice. I'm chuffed. Oh, no, my absolute, my absolute pleasure. Um, Neve, first of all, you've been having a mad few weeks and a few months. Yeah. You're all over Instagram, which is incredible. Your business is booming, which as a proud friend, I am chuffed to see. But before we get into your story, can we start off with what you wanted to be when you grew up? And I suppose, what did you do in college? Yeah, so um, I actually was thinking about this, which is so funny because like when I was younger, I wanted to be an interior designer and I'm doing interior design now, but there was a huge gap of years in between like when I was a child wanting to be an interior designer and then I went way off, didn't know what I wanted to do for years and then like randomly found myself back at interior design. So it's like funny because it feels really like true to my core to be designing. Um, but when I was younger, I was obsessed with The Sims, like most people were. <laughs> but I would play it all the time, just like build the houses. I never played with the characters at all. I would just build these like really elaborate houses, spend days decorating them like they were perfect. And then as soon as they were finished, I just like move on to the next house. <laughs> and it's funny because I was like, is that just what everyone did? I kind of took it for granted that that was just, that was The Sims, you know? <laughs> and I asked some of my friends, like, how they played it. And they were like, yeah, I didn't really care about the house. So I was just like, getting them in, getting their relationships, <laughs> killing them. You know, the way people go, like, mad on this. 100%. That's <laughs> like, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's funny now to think back on, but it was like, oh, even though it was a game and I was a child, I just really was like so interested in building these houses that looked amazing that had like I would spend so long laying out the rooms and doing all the colors and like yeah it's so interesting now to look back on and be like oh it just came naturally to me that I was interested in design and art. That is incredible. It's so funny you mentioned The Sims. I was never a big Sims gal. I loved Theme Park World. Do oh, you ever yeah. remember that? And yeah, Theme Park is so good. I was such a nerd because I would make uh, the water really expensive and the chips really <laughs> salty and rip everyone off. So what does that say about me? Oh, God. <laughs> I 
true businesswoman. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm in sales. That should have said so much about me. Uh, no, but <laughs> I, I promise, I hope if any customers are ever listening, I promise I won't rip you off like my eight-year-old self. <laughs> but it is so funny that like your truest form is kind of as your child. Like what you're really interested then, into then and what you're like naturally drawn to is so much part of your character and so much part of who you are no completely um, I, I couldn't agree I'm I'm not sure if you've ever read the book The Sapiens no I haven't read it's, it it's an incredible book I'd highly recommend but it's all about you know nurture over nature and mm. how you were surrounded by how you're brought up there's an incredible story in the book it's not that book it's a different book like, I read so many now I get confused myself but how this guy uh, ended up becoming a world table tennis champion just because himself and his mates was the only activity to do when they were younger and because he was surrounded by this it really influenced the rest of his life so Mm. I suppose you even having exposure to that that game and allowing you to hone in on your passion and really spend time focusing on it that definitely would have impacted you in later years and even today yeah totally and like I remember finding um like we had these journals in school when we were like 10 and at the front you'd write like what you want to be when you grow up and all these things a mindset interior designer but in the meantime then like as I was a teenager and going to school I guess like reality or what I saw who I was surrounded by like my parents and my aunties and jobs that people had that I knew were like teachers and nurses and so for years I was like oh, maybe I want to be a teacher or maybe I want to be a nurse, which like now is so random for me to think about. But at the time, you know, you just, you kind of emulate what you see. So like, I didn't know any artists or designers. And I remember when I was about 15, my brother was going out with this girl who was doing graphic design in IEDT, which is where I ended up studying. She was the only designer I ever knew. And I got an A in my art in my junior cert and she wrote me this letter in a card oh, wow. that was like, you are so talented, you really need to like build these skills, I just know that you have it within you to be an artist. And I was like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this girl now? What an inspiration. <laughs> so that was the first time anyone had ever said to me like, you could do this. And like my mom and dad are super chill, they would have supported me through anything, but it's just a matter of that, like I didn't know any designers or artists. Yeah, no, that's so incredible. Like, like the fact that you had yeah. that person in your life at that time, it was mm. really like beneficial to you. Thank you, brother, for picking a great girlfriend at the time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I remember like, well, my mom and dad actually are into art, but still didn't seem like a job. Like my dad used to, he works for the, or worked for the Department of Education. And he used to buy the art from the grad shows. So from NCD and IEDT for the Department of Education. Because as the Department of Education, all the art in like all their offices nationwide will be from colleges because it was like supporting education. Oh wow. So I used to go to these shows with him. We'd go like two days early and he'd pick out all the art for the offices. That's and that was amazing. Yeah, I was obsessed with that. It was like the highlight of my year. We go every year together. Yeah, it was so fun. So like I did have influences like that, but still, nevertheless, like 
even on my CAO, I didn't have any art courses. So I applied for like, I think I had teaching down as my first two or three. Didn't get near the points. <laughs> Everything happened At all. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I remember getting my reason. points and being like, well, I can't be a teacher. <laughs> I love that. No, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. But you know, when you're like 18, you're just like, what do I want to do? So I was like, okay, like, come for a teacher. And then um, I got some random course. It was like fifth or sixth on my form, on my CAO form. And I started a, the course. And um, I never really loved any subjects in school. Like, I only loved art and home ec and everything else I just kind of did. Yeah. And so when I was in college, it was the same feeling. I was just doing, like, I was just, everything was fine. I was, like, going to, like, a class in, I think there was, it was, like, this really random course that had, like, loads of different classes. And I do, like, beginners, beginners, accounting, beginners, law. It was, like, all these, like, random little pieces. It was a random course. And um, I, it was fine. Like, yeah. but then there was one day in, like, November, um I came to my mom and I was like mom I think I want to drop out of college and she was like I know you do and I was like what and she was like I knew you hated it and I was like I didn't even know I hated it I've been going every day for two months and I didn't know Mom's sorry I'm, sh- I'm shouting it no you're passionate Eve. honestly I love it keep it up no seriously moms know everything even like your friends when you're younger the boyfriends that you thought you were in love with and they were like mm. nah it's not coming a mile off I just tell you because you'd be arguing with me I'm like like thanks for it you know but no you're right yeah it's almost the terrifying thing of approaching them and being mm. like mom do this and then they say yeah yeah okay and you're like I just psyched myself yeah. up so long, but, but amazing that she was able to yeah, support you. Totally. And from what you were just saying there about your mom being like, well, I knew like about boyfriends or whatever. I think we're really lucky if my mom is the kind of saying that she's like, lets me come to my own conclusions. Like she'll let me like work out the kinks of like, not like in college or whatever it is. And then afterwards be like, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I watch you on for your dinner, pet. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you could have told me those last two months were hell. And she was like, well. and so then I went through, then I was just like, oh crap. I, um, I've dropped out of college and it felt very scary. Like at 19, everyone else has like just started their new course and they're so excited to be studying their like first choice, you know? And I was like, I'm not super happy with my Aileen results and get my first choice. I don't know what I want to do. And I was talking to my mom about it again. And she was like, I was like, what do I do? And she was like, you're good at art. And I was like, I am good at art. <laughs> I actually love, because I mean, I can, and not just me, so many people can relate to these conversations. <laughs> And it's even so topical right now, Neve, with like the leaving cert it was supposed mm. to have started yesterday. Hence the downpour. I feel like it was a pathetic fallacy against mm. what was happening. And so many people this summer and this year may be disappointed with the outcome. Mm. But I mean, your testament to showing that it's obviously a terrible at the time. And I mean, I didn't get my first choice. 
I think yeah. everyone thought I did. I just didn't tell anyone. <laughs> what did you put in? I put down financial maths and actuarial Ooh, sciences. Whoa! I know. Like, <laughs> so who? clever. <laughs> no, it's all smoke and mirrors. Who is your one? <laughs> like, honestly. But no, my second choice was finance. Um, and I loved it. Best four years of my life. Yeah. You know, I, I thrived. And I shared a few lectures with the actuarial science guys. And a lot of them actually left actuarial science and came back and did finance year two because they preferred. So right. thank you. Thank you, 15 points for saving me. So yeah, no, yeah. you're so right. Um, so, so you sat with your mom. You decided mm. art was your way for it. What happened next? Yeah, so I started doing an art portfolio course, which is like the best thing ever. But you're supposed to have your portfolio in like at the start of February. And I started it um, in December. Most people work on it for a year. But I had just dropped out of college. So I was like, okay, I have two months to do this. And I was obviously living at home still. I was 19. I got up every morning and then worked from like 8 a.m. to 6 or 7 p.m. Wow. Every day for two months making this portfolio. And I went to a portfolio course as well. And my teacher was like so amazing, like super strict but um like in the best way possible like so encouraging and she had you back like 110 percent. but she would tell you like if your work was crap you need that though that's incredible yeah. that kind of support and drive at the same time but you know that yeah. she'll she's approachable yeah totally and so like as I was doing my portfolio I realized like really quickly there was only one course I actually wanted and it was visual communication design in IDT and I was like, this is it. Like I was not really planning on applying to other design or art courses because I just knew that this is what I wanted. So um, I applied to that and I got it. Amazing. And honestly, it was like the best day of my whole life. Like, I mean, that's probably dramatic. But <laughs> <laughs> like, as I said that, I was like, it's not the best day. But like I worked on it so hard. I dropped out of college. I worked so hard. And then there was like months. Like I put in the portfolio in like February, got back the results for it in like March. But um, they added to your leaving through points. So you still actually don't know until the offers come out at the end of August oh if God. you're in or not. So the, it came out on like uh, 6 a.m. on like the 20th of August or whatever the things are announced. And I got up at six and I went down to her family computer in the dining room and I like checked I it. it and I put in, you know, the little course code, it's like DL941 or whatever. And um, I got it. And I remember being like, this has to be wrong. <laughs> like, it has to be wrong. Like, I had just had a year that I felt like so disappointed for like over a year. I just felt like. I had dropped out of college like all my friends were like, going to their like college balls and I was oh, like yeah working like in a cafe you know so there was like a year and like I had applied for the art course and I didn't know if I was gonna get it and I just felt like there was a whole like year leading up to this one moment that I had felt like really disappointed in myself so I was like at it and I was like that's not it that's can't be it and I like rechecked it so many times so many times it's like it finally I was like oh my god I came upstairs and my mom and dad are in bed and I like 
and cried on her bed. <laughs> and my brother said he could hear us both crying and he was like, oh my God, Neve didn't get into college. Because oh, no. we were like, ah! <laughs> Making me emotional. <laughs> no, that's actually beautiful. No, I love it. And as you <sighs> said, the whole year's work and emotion mm. and even Neve, as many as people say, you know, not getting that first offer, regardless of if, if it's better for you or not better for you, it's the ego. You feel totally. like someone personally told you you weren't good enough, even if yeah. you didn't want it. So even overcoming that and setting yourself a new challenge and even taking that year out to practice, you know, what mm. is now your, your amazing career, it was worth all that at the time, you know, and then having that incredible morning with your mom. So you get into IADT, which is amazing. You start visual communications. Tell us about that for anyone who may be interested in doing such a course. Yeah. So I personally think uh, graphic design or visual communications is like the best design course to do. If you, you know, like I knew I wasn't a painter let's say so like I know there's so many layers to art and design but if you're looking at it kind of just as like an overview like I knew that I needed I wanted to do more design than art and like the way I differentiate them is that design is like problem solving it's functional art so it's not just about its aesthetics but it's it's about making things work really well but also look beautiful. So like, that's how I was pulled into that one. Um, and Vizcom is like, just so good. Like we learned how to code, build websites, do branding, typography, photography, um, spatial design. So like people came out of my course, some of them were like specializing in exhibition design and layouts. Some of them do branding and logos, others do app design and web design. Like there's so many layers to it. And then like I'm doing interiors and now textiles. Um, Like I know that that's not directly linked to it, but because I did internships after in textile design, but like there's just so many layers to it that I feel like you learn so many applicable skills because I learned how to build a website and do branding and all these things. I then had this package that I was able to start my own business. I didn't need to pay anyone to like make my website or do my branding or do my photography or anything. I had like all these skills ready to apply to whatever venture I decided to go into after. So graphic design um, or Vizcom is like such a great course for just really teaching you such a broad range of skills. No, completely. And I mean, it's, it's not even needs not even needs to be said English is failing me (laughs) it goes without saying that everywhere now on the internet we're seeing these you know startups creating their own logos their branding their photography the website everything you just mentioned sounds like instead of viscom how to be a startup entrepreneur in 2020 totally it's it, yeah. I mean, so applicable and especially times of now when people can't outsource a lot of their content because we are kind of isolated if you will yeah. in bedrooms or spaces out yeah. now having that skill set gives you that inner confidence as well to go on that path or journey especially when mm-hmm. starting your own business so you graduated Viscom and if I remember correctly you telling me before you dabbled in the app world 
Am I right in saying that? Yes. There's actually a year in between before I started working in, I worked for a dating app for a while. That is so cool. Yeah, it was so fun. But before that, I actually moved to San Francisco. Yes, you did. Your your brother, who has great taste in women, apparently. (laughs) Why? (laughs) lives there. Why why has great taste in women? The girlfriend. Oh, the girlfriend. I was like, that's so random. Okay, that I makes sense. News brother, I sound like such a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, the graphic designer. Yeah, so I actually ended up doing the same course that she did, which is so interesting and funny because um, it's so many years apart. Like, but yeah, she was probably the introduction to that course for me. So then after college, I moved to San Francisco and I was trying to get a job in a design studio. Because I kind of thought that that's kind of the ultimate goal, you know, after finishing graphic design. Like, you know, you want to get a, a job in like a deadly design studio that does like these really beautiful pieces and all this kind of stuff, which is an amazing job. But when I moved to San Francisco, everyone was like, never heard of your college. Like, you're only here for a year. We're not going to invest in you to move home because you typically have to get an internship right after graphic design okay so um for them to take me on as a year as an intern for a year and then for me to go home didn't really make sense to a lot of them um and so that was fine but like a little bit disappointing because in Dublin it's such a good course that like you can get good jobs quite easily so I was like oh this is random no one knows my college course so I ended up getting a couple of different jobs um I worked in a furniture design studio as their in-house graphic designer and photographer super cool yeah at the time again I didn't realize like how cool it was and now I'm like okay now it makes sense you know it everything kind of line lines up in hindsight but at the time I was like yeah like it's an amazing um design uh shop and furniture design studio but I really wanted to be in a graphic design studio so I was like okay it's fine like I'm in San Francisco but then the more I worked there I was like whoa I'm actually getting some daily opportunities like I got to shoot their ads um their ad campaigns that went into magazines across the state yeah so they went into these magazines called Lux Interiors and so they were printed around like LA, Chicago, New York and it happened for like four seasons but just to get that opportunity absolutely to work with like such beautiful furniture it's like such high end something like I've never had seen furniture like that before so it taught me a lot about how furniture is made and where it's sourced and the history of furniture and again to work with the pieces as well I got to really understand the pre-state like really high quality pieces that you just don't see normally no like sure in Dublin we probably go into either a vintage store or like I don't know easy living or something sit on a few sofas order them Ikea even you know what I mean I suppose especially um you know I've been into like I'm definitely going to butcher this the Roach Boboist or yeah yes oh there you go there you go (laughs) Not very eloquent from Jess, but um, yeah, like, and it's stunning. And it's so like, 
even the shape and how they place them. Because you see this incredible like circle sofa and you're like, where would I put that? And then you see it made up in like a showroom and you're like, can I just buy this, this whole room? I know. (laughs) The whole showroom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, you do learn so much from that. And then I also worked in a textile studio at the same time. They're both like part-time jobs. So I was an intern doing all the production and dyeing and screen printing of the fabric in this studio. Oh, wow. And even the production side of things, that must have been so interesting. I learned so much. Like from both those jobs because they were two jobs that like I had the skill sets for but then I also had to expand um and in settings that I hadn't been in before you know like got that year was so valuable to me then being able to start my own business in a couple of years like a couple of years later um because the textile studio is just me and one of the women who owned it Okay. So like when you're in a small and then the other the furniture design studio was maybe 12 people max. Okay. But like when you're in small things, your role is like. Oh, your jack of all trades. You yeah. do everything. Yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah. And then you also get like really great, like one-on-one learning time with people with really honed in skill sets. Cause like being so unique and specialized. And that's why they're so small. But then also because it's so small, they actually have time to show you how to do it as well. So you learn like a lot. Yeah, and I'd say that days were long, but the what you learned in your experience was invaluable. Yeah. So touching off that, Neve, what like I suppose, what advice would you give to somebody now just leaving university or IADT looking for an internship? I know current timing, it's it's different advice and none of us really know how to operate in this current space but even afterwards hopefully we can get back to a new normal even next year what advice would you give to somebody that age you know looking for an internship or even looking to move to America Mm -hmm. did you find it difficult or did you reach out to them beforehand yeah I'd say even in the current climate in the current climate or like for after this the best advice is just to keep your eyes open and keep your mind open to like different opportunities. If you have a narrow point of view, it's like very hard for you to welcome in like obscure jobs, you know, like those two jobs were not really what I was looking for, but they ended up being so incredible. And I didn't know, but like I definitely was open-minded and like open to taking on an opportunity that like, I didn't quite have like written in a plan of course um, I always kind of approach things as a broader sense of like a goal of where I want to go rather than like a direct plan because I just believe plans always change like you can't actually plan like I'm going to do x y and z and get there it has to be like this is my goal I'm going to work really hard but I'm also going to like be adaptable see what comes into my path if there's something better or if there's something interesting like your path can like swerve and like go different ways you know so definitely just keep your mind open to different opportunities no that's absolutely great advice so you come home from San Francisco you are I'm sure absolutely wrecked but absolutely buzzing (laughs) for what's to come next so what comes next yeah so when I came home I started working in um 
a dating app called Love Guru. And my friend had come up with the concept that people should be able to set up their friends rather than just playing for yourselves. Um, Tinder and Bumble were so popular then. Like, I think more so than now. Okay, and so what year was this, sorry, Neve, just to give context to this? It was like 2016. Yeah, 2016. Okay. Again, back in like September 2016. So I graduated college in June 2015, moved to San Francisco the start of August 2015, so 18 months later, then moved home September 2016. Great. And I started working um, with the dating app in like October 2016 so yeah my friend had just come up with the concept and I had just moved home and he was like I really need a designer to work on this with me and I really really wanted to get into web and app design like UI UX um I think it's such an interesting career to be in at the moment because it's just like growing so fast and it's kind of like an aspect of design that I don't think like it's relatively new you know and then also I think like it's just growing like so quickly and the technology is growing so quickly there's endless amounts of learning you know and absolutely going along and with your yeah and it gives you that freedom to pursue an idea because like you said earlier you're not relying on these extra heads or extra people mm-hmm. You can do it all yourself. And I mean, so far, I mean, you're selling this VizCom course to me. And I was never, well, an artist. I did my I did my art for my junior search. But my oh, mother, goodness. unfortunately, said, no, Jess, I don't care if you got the A. You're going into all the science subjects. So that's where I ended up. Um, but, so, um, but yeah, no, incredible. So you did UIUX. You got into that space. You designed the app. Super. Yeah, exciting. and I worked in it um, from October to June. 2017 so what that's like seven eight months maybe and it was great like I did really enjoy it but I found that as much as I wanted to be in that scene it was not my calling like I actually found it really hard to design in that capacity like just on a phone and on the screen just wasn't um fulfilling like my design needs yeah um so by the end of that I was just ready to like I was just ready to move on and I didn't really know what I wanted to move on to um so actually important part that I skipped in this story is San Francisco I had a third job oh my goodness <laughs> you know, 24 hours in the day and you did you even sleep I doubt you did <laughs> and went outlets that's amazing no, I'm just joking but like I did have another job I did an internship as an interior designer it's so cool yes I had worked as an interior designer then in the furniture design shop and it's a textile designer and so textiles are really linked to interiors as well because it's all the soft furnishings um that you learn like a lot about and even just like colors matching all these things so when I finished um with the app design didn't really you know where I was gonna go I was like putting together my portfolio and looking at my past experience and I just didn't know again it was another crossroads so I think like happens so many times in our lives so you like can work at something for a while and then it comes to a halt and you're like okay let's reassess 
like what do I want where am I going does this make sense to me right now and things that I weigh up are like the joy that it brings me the fulfillment that it brings me the financial aspect and uh, the risk that I need to take at that time so I was at a point in my life where the finances I was willing to look like put it to the side because I knew that I'd be taking a chance I was like I might not make money but I was like 26 and I didn't have any real financial um burdens on me or like responsibilities you know that's the time to take those risks Mm. so I was like I might not make money but I know that I need to be making things like creative uh whatever it is like interior designer textiles or whatever I knew that like finances were second to my career being fulfilling um so and then risk is kind of linked to finances risk is like yeah like what I was saying I didn't have many responsibilities on me so I did feel like okay now or never like I have to just kind of do it now and worst case scenario I do for a year I make nothing and then I apply for a job that's super important that you set that goal I think yeah when you're going into this new venture it's so important to say I'll try it for you know three months six months a year and Mm -hmm. then once deadline based on these KPIs or like key performance indicators I'll know then whether to pursue it still or to say look I've tried it I've given it my all but now to go this route instead so judging by our conversation and what I know from you it went well and you took this venture yeah so like the first year so I started in July the 21st of July 2017 almost three years ago wow I yeah I registered Spacey Studio as a company well as like a sole trader um but a company name and I decided I was going to do interior design and I had worked with tech companies doing interiors and then I also had worked in the tech scene doing the app okay and so and like when I was doing that app I anything that I'm in I do give 100% so I'd like been to web summit been to all the like different tech events like everything so I had met loads of people who were working in that scene and I just felt like there's so many startups in Dublin that want these cool offices that need branding, which is something I studied, like murals and artwork, which is something I like to make. And then interior design, which is something that I did my internship in. So it was kind of like for me, a marriage of the skills that I had acquired and that I had studied, that branding in an office space with interiors just made sense. Absolutely. And even from doing that app work, Neve, like that six, seven months rather, also gave you that experience of going to the web summit. And maybe mm-hmm. had you not dabbled in the app, would you have not seen this gap in the market that you were going to fulfill and create Spacey Studio? Yeah, totally. Like I was at an event then at Intercom in July and I was sitting beside this guy that I had met like probably seven or eight years beforehand at a github event okay so I sat beside him and I was like oh hi and he was like how are you like what are you up to and I was like uh 
you know, whatever. And I was like, he was like, what are you working on now? And I said for the first time, like I hadn't told anyone this, I was like, I am an interior designer. And he was like, no way. We want to get our office done up. Like he owned a startup um, and they want to get their office space done. So I was like, okay, look, I'll send you over my portfolio tonight. Like maybe we can chat. And he was like, yeah, amazing. And he was like, do you have a business card? I was like, I can take yours. <laughs> I, didn't have I, love that it. I was like, well, I can take yours. And he was like, okay, grand. So I took his business card, went home, stayed up so late making my portfolio because I didn't have one. And I sent it over to him the next day. And he was like, yeah, cool. Let's chat about this. And so when we started talking, I was totally honest with him. He knew that I had just started my business. And I think okay. that's really important. Never try to mislead someone. You know, let them take a chance on you is so much better than like pretending and lying about your skills or your experience. Whereas 100%. Like, yeah. People kind of appreciate when you're just like, look, I've just started but I want to give this 100%. I know that I can do an amazing job for you. I've like worked on these projects. Like we can discuss it. I'll give you, I gave them really good rates. Like we, he knew what he was getting when he was uh, working. Yeah. And even, but Neve, to your testament, when you introduce yourself, that inner confidence and that ability to say, yes, my name is Neve and I own Spacey Studio. <laughs> I'm an interior designer. I'll send you my portfolio. I think that part absolutely kind of, you know, not pretend you have because you had it in your head. It just wasn't yeah. on paper officially. But that part obviously be a bit like shoulders back. Yeah, I can do it. Have mm. that inner confidence. But as you said yourself, don't promise them the world when mm. you don't even know your ability. So definitely the confidence at the beginning to get them excited and you as well. But then being yeah. honest in, in the progress and the project with them. That's such great advice from you. Yeah, to yeah, totally. And also another element of it is that like I actually did know I could do the project. Like I actually did have many different, like, you know, have been working since I was like 16 in lots of different places. I had done freelance graphic design work and like lots of uh, and then on my internships and college yeah. and stuff I actually had so many elements that were just waiting to come together so I knew that I was capable of it but I needed someone to give me the chance to show it of course so I don't think I was like going in totally blind because like bluffing and going in blind is like I just think it's kind of bad for him Agreed. And it's yeah. only like he was he was paying for your per first project as Spacey Studio but he was also paying for those 10 years of work mm. and leading up to this project. So yeah. I suppose to people out there as well listening, never undersell yourself either. Like all of these skills mm -hmm. you're bringing to the table, you may underestimate them, but other people shouldn't. And I think that is definitely something that you didn't do. You were like, yes, I can do this because you know what? For the past 10 years since I was 16, I've been working up to this moment. Mm. That's so true. Yeah, Whew, powerful. <laughs> oh, that first step to really Hello everyone. It's not over just yet. Tune in to episode two, or part two, of Neve's story, live today, also on the podcast.